0: Welcome to the post survivor series uh, review. Sitting here with my dog Jeremy Donvin. We just watched, I don't know what the fuck we just watched <laughs> over the last. How long was that show? Uh, Three like, and a half hours? Yeah, something like that. Man, it was just like uh, just all over the place, man. Just raw domination. SmackDown made it look second-rate. Yeah, you know, you, you would think going into this big Fox TV
1: deal that they'd want to, you know, make SmackDown look as equal or maybe stronger
0: than Raw. but it Made them look like whole bitches out here, whole yeah. hoes. Like, just, <laughs> just <laughs> unbelievable, man. Um, And I don't know, man. What do you think of the show overall?
1: Yeah, overall, I would say it was a pretty mediocre pay-per-view. Um, There were some, you know, gems in there like the Mustafa Ali and Buddy Murphy, Charlotte and Ronda Rousey. Um, Besides that, it was pretty rough around the edges.
0: Yeah. Um, They had a lot of weird things happen because they said this show isn't like a canon show. Um, But you look at it and it's like, wow, Charlotte has this new character happening in it looking like it's starting. Right. I mean um,
1: the Daniel Bryan match, he was continuing his heel stuff that they did on
0: SmackDown. And then they turned him to a Valiant Babyface like halfway through. Like yeah. I don't know exactly what the hell they're um doing. But um if you guys want to uh call into the show, give me a call. Seven two no, I'm not I'm not gonna give y'all my phone number. <laughs> um but yeah so I guess let's start at the beginning man. We had um the uh
1: five-on-five women's traditional match. We're not starting at the pre-show because the pre-show doesn't matter. Yes. They announced it on commentary that that win that the SmackDown team got did not count as a point. So why are we going to even bother covering it? We're going to start with the women's
0: five-on-five traditional elimination match. If anyone has ever come out here and lied to you and tells you that it matters, like the pre-show, tonight was a clear demonstration of why it does not. It doesn't matter. So... We got Team Raw, which is uh, Tamina,
1: Ember Moon, Sasha Banks, Bayley. And, you know, you had the team captain, Alexa Bliss, and Nia Jax. So, apparently, you know, they did an angle on the pre-show where uh, they sent home Ruby Riott and Natalya because they got into a fight. So, Alexa had to replace them with Bayley and Sasha. And, Rich, why did they go through this whole rigmarole to get Bayley and Sasha on the team? When from day one, they could just put them on a team instead of doing this whole stupid match <clears> they <throat> did on raw to set this up.
0: Like the, the only thing I can think of is they were trying to fill time um, on Monday night. Raw <laughs> <laughs> besides that. Like, I mean, they yeah. could have announced it. it. It it wouldn't have made more people subscribe to the network. It wouldn't have like changed any of the storyline going in or out of the match. I don't know. Like one more person for uh Nia Jax to turn on during right. the match. And, I don't know. Clearly makes Alexa
1: bliss look dumb. It's like, Obviously, Ruby Riot and Natalya are feuding.
0: Why would you pick both of them yeah, a team? Yeah, and I don't know. This match, Night Jacks. I think she was like the big story of it. Obviously, she was a sole survivor. Um, she came out there and got more booze than yeah. She got anyone that, in a long she got time. That uh, Zach
1: Gibson nuclear heat.
0: Yeah, that that McMahon Man in England heat. Yeah, that Roman Reigns after uh, WrestleMania thirty three <laughs> heat. Oh and they're gosh. running with this face breaker gimmick. So it's a thing now. Like, you know, th- this is the only business where you can just, you know, fuck something up, injure somebody, get, push get a push. Off yes. of man, everybody should try that shit. <laughs> I'm but, um, going
1: to work, swing on somebody. Yes. Yes. Where's, where's, my, where's
0: my raise? Yes. <laughs> um, uh, Bailey was, was, Bailey and Sasha were dressed like uh spark plug, Bob Holly yes. out there. It was like, bro, man, I, and before we even get further into it, Raw won every single match. I cover Raw every week and SmackDown every week on Lords of Pain radio. And I'm keeping a running tally of what was the better show each week. Mm-hmm. Raw has been the better show than SmackDown 10 out of the last 13 weeks. And what did they do? Re-established the dominance of Monday, of Big Bad Monday Night Raw. Dude, it is funny. You know, we do our
1: predictions on socialsuplex.com. Um, We know a couple of us, we make our predictions for every pay-per-view. And I predicted, ended up predicting Raw going over 5-2. to two. And I remember talking to James. He's like, you really think that Raw's going to you know, be up 5-2? to two? <laughs> and Look at this. Clean sweep. I don't know and, what this is,
0: man. Um but yeah, the the women's match I think was just a match. Um they got Naomi out of there relatively quick. Yeah. Uh Carmelo was out of there. Sony Sony Deville lasted a while. Um Nikki James was, was there. Tamina was out fast. Um not really anything memorable, uh except Naya turning on her own team members. And this was like a theme of the night that I didn't understand. Right. Everybody <clears throat> turning on their team, you know, what happened to Bram's uh supremacy? Yeah, you know. And it's not even the fact they were just turned on their team. They were just fighting them in the middle of the match. It was like they would fight, and then they would go back to, like, having the match yeah. against like the other person. It's like, I don't I don't understand. It's like
1: – And then we had, uh, you know, the Asuka and Bayley – I mean Oscar and Sasha Banks face off. Yeah. With the uh, you know, point of the dream
0: match. Tried to push it as epic after they buried both of them 60 yes. feet deep this year. That's Sasha it. Banks hasn't been seen on pay-per-view since Money in the Bank in Elimination Chamber. Asuka, I don't know when the last time we seen her on pay-per-view. These people, the audacity of them <laughs> to to come out here and try to push this shit is is like dream stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I'm not feeling that.
1: But um, but yeah, like you mentioned, Nia Jax turns on Sasha Banks, pushes her off a top rope, um, gets caught in the Oscar lock, she taps out, and then Nia comes in with the big leg drops and the Samoan drop and one, two, three, uh out of
2: there.
0: Yeah, so like and that's the theme, like, you know, they they, they were like, Oh yeah, she's gonna be fighting around rousey next and so she's got all this heat, but you know, apparently she might not be the only one getting booed in that match. Right. <laughs> so um yeah man after that we had Seth Rollins and Shinsuke Nakamura my god um you, you know
1: originally when when you hear on paper Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura you think you'd expect a high work rate epic classic match you know I'm I'm getting visions of Ring of Honor, Tyler Black, and New Japan, Shinsuke Nakamura, going head-to-head and having epic brawl. Yeah. That, that's not what we got That's here. not what we got, bro. We got we got WWE, mail-it-in, Shinsuke Nakamura, Methodical. and watered-down Saffron's.
0: You know, Saffron's do nothing in the first half of the match, hit the falcon arrow, and then try to turn up towards the end. They had a creative finishing sequence, but I think the match was too far gone by that point, and it was yeah. just like, it it's just—it's just, so, just a match. It was just so slow,
1: like it was really slow. It was hard to get into the beginning of the match. I was like, okay, I get you want to start off with a slow pace and build it up, but like, it took a long time to get to that, that Falcon Arrow. I felt
0: like I felt like if that match would have happened on Takeover. Like, people would have been like, "Get this shit out of here!" Like, yes. because like, just the crowd wasn't into it at the beginning. They weren't really working to get them into it, and just seeing like. You know, <sighs> Nakamura just looks so washed at this point. It, it's sad almost because this is not the guy that was there in New Japan in 2015.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, Josh, my co-host from Keeping It Strong, made a good point. You know, in New Japan, there were moments when Nakamura would mail it in and a lot of fans would complain that, oh, you know, Nakamura only turns it on for, you know, Wrestle Kingdom Dominion, G1, New Japan Cup, and he would just mail it in the rest of the year. Because uh, he figured it out. Well, he figured it out in WWE day one after <laughs> after the Sami Zayn match. He's like, I don't have to do much to ever get, to get a reaction and to get over. And that's exactly what has happened, especially on the main roster. He he knows exactly what he needs to do to have his little match, get his paycheck, and go home and go to the next city.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. It, just you know. Like I said, like Seth Rollins, you know, stole everything except everything from Tanahashi except how to have a great match with <laughs> Nakamura. So um yeah, after that we had a tag team match, uh just absolute geeked him. And then we also had another story going on in the building. Uh at this time it was going around on Twitter that Enzo More was was in the building yeah. under in a disguise in a white hoodie, second row. Behind the long haired dude. Yeah, the, and y'all know exactly what long haired dude we talking about. <laughs> but this fool Jumps up on the chair. I don't, have you seen the video, Jeremy? Yeah, I saw you said in the uh, BWB. Yeah, man. So this fool jumps up on the uh, you know the chairs and starts doing his catchphrase. Hijacks the middle of the bar AOP match. Security. Do you Remember the lady that yanked Gronk up at WrestleMania 33? Yeah, same lady, lady, yeah, yanked this fool out the air. Like, she don't play, come here. She don't play. They said she needs to fight Ronda next, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, I saw someone on uh, with that, but yeah, they got that fool yeah. out of here. Um, and you know, immediately I started like putting two and two together. Apparently, he has some new music coming out. Um, you won't. Get me plugging like his music or anything, so don't ask me where to find it, what's his called, <laughs> anything. But, um, he I, I figured it was a publicity stunt, you know, yeah. trying to build it, some his
1: shirt was like a knockoff of his NXT, the blue and gold. It said, I'm doing just fine, something like that uh-huh. on it. Yeah, it's like nobody, nobody asked. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: we didn't ask, chief. Like, I'm you know. enjoying 205
0: without you, pal. Like, yeah, stay where you at, yeah, man. Um, but yeah, like in the middle of that match was a horrible. Match between AOP and The Bar, uh, highlighted by the GM of 205 Live's Rape Maverick pissing on himself. So they did all that, and this match was just a match. Two big lumbering teams, heel versus heel. The Bar were baby babyfaces. Yeah. Um, they got all the heat on Cesaro, didn't let him run wild or anything. Had Sheamus get in for a hot tag and it you mean a, wasn't a, a lukewarm you know, tag, a lukewarm tag, and never it never quite got there. AOP ended up getting the win, but like I said, uh, Drake Maverick pissed got or excuse me, he didn't get pissed on, he, he pissed, pissed on himself. And bro, I can just picture Vince McMahon backstage just
1: loving that. Ah, ah, ah. You see that? You see that, pal? The he piss, was, <laughs>
0: he <pissed> himself. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah, man. These dudes, um, immediately after that, they throw to the video package with Buddy Murphy and Mustafa Ali. And all of a sudden, you got to take Drake Maverick serious again. Uh, Immediately after, this guy pissed on himself. So this is like one of those things where we're being asked to turn our brains off when we're watching it's like, I can't take this guy serious. Right. He and, just pissed himself. And it, like,
1: and, yeah. it, and it completely buries the 205 product. You know, Triple H is working so hard to get that show over. They're having great matches every week. And they, he's turned it into a serious product. But then you have stuff where you have Drake Maverick, uh, a babyface. With credibility. Yeah, credible credible babyface general manager on 205. But all of a sudden, he's a, a heel raw manager. Pissing on himself. Pissing on himself on AOP. Uh, it, it makes no sense.
0: Yeah, um, we did uh, get the cruiserweight uh, title match. They got about twelve minutes. Um, can you believe they gave Nakamura and Rollins twenty-one minutes? It it, it felt uh, like it too. Yeah, but it was like I don't know. Like it felt longer than that. Yeah, like
1: it felt like it dragged on forever. <laughs> um, yeah, I really enjoyed this Buddy Murphy Mustafa Ali match. These guys came out here to uh, steal a show, and they had a great match. I mean, Mustafa Ali was just bumping like a maniac all over the place.
0: This was the story of the match. Like, Mustafa Ali was like, what do I have to fall off of? How do I – how many times do I have to do it? Like, what do I have to jump off of to
1: get you all people to, to respect care. us? Uh, and, you know, by the end of the match, the people did. I mean, there was 205 chance. This is awesome chance. Uh, so they definitely they, – they took a cold crowd, turned it hot, and got them behind them. And you know, build some credibility for both of those guys and a little bit of the two hundred five brand.
0: Yeah, like it, it wasn't sustained, but it did happen. It, we did get some. This is awesome chance. We did get like some type of love. Um, yeah, I think they ended
1: it at the right time. Like, the crowd was super into it, and the, I think the finish came at the right time.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna bring James on here, um, right here. Get him on as well. Put the
1: speakerphone on. But, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to see who's next for Buddy Murphy. I mean, he's a guy who's been working really hard. Um, I expect him to have a pretty lengthy title run. Um, And Mustafa Ali, the story's not over. There's money in the chase, and I think, you know, it's the right move to have Mustafa Ali chase a little bit more and maybe have him win the belt at WrestleMania 35.
0: Right, and and Buddy just won the belt uh, back in October, so taking it off him and just throwing it to Ali. I mean, you have Cedric still waiting in the wings, so – I don't know if they want to just go to that yet. Like you right. said, there's still plenty of time um, for him to uh, get on there. I think I got James here. Hello? All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Actually, hold on. Hold, hold on. Let me uh, get you on the speaker. James? Yeah, what's up? Yeah, we got go. You, got you yeah man so uh yeah so uh what was the
1: next match after that jeremy so after the cruiserweight title match we go to the the men's five on five traditional elimination match braun Strowman, dolph ziggler drew mcintyre finn balor bobby lashley with the captain acting raw general manager baron corbin against shane mcmahon jeff hardy the miz samoa joe and ray mysterio
0: bro Shane McMahon, what is he gonna stop this Bro, <laughs> this man ends up the last man on the team for the second year in a row, and he just looks like an absolute clown out there. Dude, like that man looks so blown up, and it's not even like, it like he's he, that's a shoot. Like yes. he's not selling. He's about to die in the ring. Yes, James, what, what do you think of this Shane stuff?
2: Uh, I mean, I, I feel like I feel like you know. I think it's a really good idea to protect your top star in the, company, in, the in the brand, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, you, as you mentioned, the second year in a row where he's been a final person to be eliminated for uh, for Team SmackDown uh, on the men's side. This, this look, to be fair, say what you want to, I enjoyed this match a thousand times. Or not, maybe not a thousand, a hundred times more than last year when it did all the weird you know, what, Triple H screwy stuff. Um, and they, you know, they got all the guys that could really work out of there pretty fast. But um, I feel like the, the drama amongst teammates on the Raw side was far more, um, far more interesting and important than the actual match. And I kind of feel like that's a problem.
0: Yeah, Shane or Samoa Joe got thrown out immediately and it was like wow. Um they just lost like their tough guy. So yeah, you man. have Shane McMahon, <laughs> you have The Miz, you have Rey Mysterio and Brother Nero. and Jeff Hardy. Like like who's the guy like that you won't fight out of those guys. <laughs> like is Shane the the toughest looking individual left? Hey, he's a he's a striker, he's a shooter. He, he is, is the best in the world. Right, best in the world MMA fighter. Yeah, you know, shoot fighter Shane um. So once Joe was out there, I was like, "Wow, they're really like cleaning SmackDown to fuck up tonight." Like beat, beat that man like geek. What What did you make of that? That the the dominance, James. We touched on it a little bit at the beginning, but we're probably gonna go more into it. What do you think of this? Like how they just own SmackDown. Like like bro, like we do the show every week. It's ten out of the last thirteen weeks that SmackDown has owned them.
2: Right. Um. I I think the saying, I mean, you look at you know output amongst all of them were like you know it's jeff hardy and it's um and it's ray and it's Miz and it's uh like you so shane in there with joe you think of the work they've done those those were not shane but the four um in particular compared to the work that was that been done amongst like the five people that are on raw like on tv they those old guys the old guys plus Miz. i guess you throw him as an old guy too the old guys outperform like mcintyre ziggler uh Strowman, uh Bobby Lashley and, and in um and Finn and over life. like it's since SummerSlam. So it's like it's, it's really weird to see that, but obviously, you know, they have to. they're pushing the Strowman the, the Strowman thing where like all of this is made for him to, you know, run through the whole run through the whole entire SmackDown team like a hot knife through butter to get what he wants, which is another shot against Brock. Um I mean that's fine. Um uh, but I I you know since you're trying to sell both Shows maybe not make one look so bad. Like I have no problem with Raw sweeping or even Raw um, <coughs> winning or, or Raw winning that match. But like, can it be not so dominant? Like, a, like they won three. They won with three so, with three survivors.
0: Yeah, yeah, throw them up all the way.
1: Um, and one of them it, was
2: Bobby Lashley, who have no problem beating on TV in the, the bottom of hours on
1: Raw. And it made SmackDown look real bad. Like when. Raw was fighting each other. Why did SmackDown break it up? Yeah. They should let those two just kill each other and then take
0: advantage. <laughs> they tried to like um uh pump SmackDown up when they said they have a pack like mentality and they were beating on him outside the ring and setting Strowman up for the the patented shaman man elbow spot that has happened a million times. Yeah.
1: Um they've
2: done it three times since he's been back to, my, to that I can remember, and he's not landed a single one of them. It's 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 really amazing. Fly, flying. How, out many of, how many of those coast to coast do you think you actually landed?
0: Bro, I the thing, I was gonna bring that up next. James, we will never know, and we'll never know because the camera cut to make sure we didn't find out.
2: Well, this is what I'll say. At least they didn't do what they did at um Crown Jewel where you we were like, he missed that. And then they replayed showing for sure that he missed it. Like at least like we just left to to, you know, kind of Make an educated guess about it as opposed to when they like leave no doubt that, yeah, this dude is out here doing a spot that he whiffed on and and we're we're exposing the business. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, Yeah, Yeah, man. I, yeah. The uh, Shaman Man, he came out there with his punches and everything else and all the jokes. Like, if you want to, you want some jokes for the evening, uh, the next 24 hours or so, just type in Shaman Man on Twitter. People were letting him have it. They were like, this is, like, some real, like, daddy issues type shit. Like, he's trying to make this shit up to Shane for all, you know, everything that's go- ever gone wrong in life. Like, he's trying to make this shit up, like, and be like, you're going to be the best in the world. You're going to do all this, this this fantasy life, essentially. a <laughs> so shame, man, being this great competitor. Uh, you
2: know, me and Caleb had a conversation about then on Twitter, like, after Crown Jewel, and I was like, look, man, in storyline, the make good for, for that sort of thing, is, or sorry, out of, of storyline, right? He's giving that man a check and having that and parading that man off and a match that he has no business being in in, in real life. And then his storyline to make good is you lost to the Undertaker. You're supposed to go to fuck home three years ago. You've been on TV ever since.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> motherfuckers. Can
2: we like, can, can we like, and he's still a baby face.
0: Not for long. Some. What are you
2: gonna do turn heel on a heel. Daniel Bryan. They're turning at, everyone heel at, at this, at point, this at, rate. Yeah, this
0: rate. Who the whole
1: comp Everybody in the company is gonna be a heel. Yeah, literally. John
0: is a heel.
2: Not only that, like right now, apparently, or uh, maybe I don't know, but you know, like the entire SmackDown women's division, like the top two, the top two people in that division are both heels now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what was the next match, Jeremy? Well, well, before
1: before we get that, we skipped something. We had the epic uh, promo video for the coming of Lars Sullivan. Oh my God! Roster, are you guys ready for Lars to you know show us what he's got on the main roster? Oh my God! Did
2: they mention where he, what
0: grade gonna be on? They did no, not. They like said coming soon. They did that for a reason, I think. Yeah, bro. Like, what will be? He has to be a heel, right? Yes.
2: You have to, you have, I mean, I I mean, I guess. Like you, you can't you can't have him out there again. You can't have him on the same brand as Braun, right?
0: No. No, There's he's, no way you he'll can He'll
1: probably that. yeah, probably smack down.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Five star Lars Sullivan, uh a man with a five star match on his record, is coming to the Monday night, uh, or excuse me, uh the main roster. He's, you know, a big hefty motherfucker, like he's not really a good wrestler. We've known that this guy has been like what he's one of the homegrown ones. He's been, you know, kind of what they're looking for. He as far as his size and everything like that, but he's not really good. Like, yeah. and I don't think he translates uh, in TV on TV as well as he does in person. We've seen him several times. I wonder how big is he going to look on the main roster. I is hope he, they don't stand next to Randy all. Orton. Yeah, not at all. Like he's lucky that
2: he's lucky that Randy Orton is a heel right now. That's <laughs> not. On a male
0: singles roster. Bro, There's no baby faces worth a damn. Like
2: right, we have AJ, we have Jeff, and we have Ray. That's it. Yeah. The fourth baby face right now is Rusev.
0: Yeah, they gotta come up with something. Like something. Yeah. Dan Brian saw the writing on the wall was like, fuck it. <laughs> oh, the only people y'all pushing is heels. So I'll go heel. I'll bro. go heel then. Uh, fuck. Up next, Laura day. Sullivan. My God, <laughs> Laura Sullivan's is the shist.
2: <laughs> imagine watching imagine watching TakeOver and, like, think, you know, after you mentioned the homegrown thing and say, and say you know, you're thinking about after watching TakeOver, like, okay, there so was only one homegrown guy, guy on the show, James. No, I, I, I'm, I'm getting to that. Oh, <laughs> they had the show, they had that show, then, uh, and then the next night. And then you say, like, they, they want to bring up a homegrown person. And then the person you don't bring up is, is, is his, his Velveteen dream. You bring in fucking Lars. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's so terrible. Yeah, it's like, what even is this? Because your play is like, no, nah, don't, don't ruin my Velveteen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I would say they, they'll ruin Lars soul that on the main roster, but it, it doesn't really matter. Like, it, it just doesn't. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So. So then we
1: also had next we had the announcement that it'll be uh, Dean Ambrose for Seth Rollins at
0: TLC for the Intercontinental Title. Oh, mid card ass feud. Yep. yep. And and it's it, it just seems like Rollins was just so shocked and just in disbelief yeah. that he he would be announced um uh, to fight a man that he's feuding with for the last <laughs> month. Uh. Rollins is such an idiot.
1: Like. <laughs> Dude, both of these guys are supposed to be main eventers, and they're stuck in
0: a mid card feud. What is going with on with each other? Yeah, I don't um, get it, man. What? What? What make you this? Like,
2: remember all that great heat that them um you know like using um the the cancer announcement uh, was going to be for 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 the for the feud. Remember how Remember how? Remember how like you know how people just were like, yeah, you know, it's going to make be such a big deal. It's a mid card feud. Like Ambrose, is like the number two heel. Like, he feels like number two heel. No one's, like, really mad at him. I mean, people, like, they're booing him because, of course, you're supposed to boo him. I mean, it's because is a great baby. It's a really good baby face. But, like, nah. Like, you compare that to – and then you compare it to their previous uh, two uh, last feuds or whatever else. And it's like, this ain't even close. At least not yet. There's still time, but, like, they better get going.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad to see that they're actually going to get in the ring, though. Uh, because if if I have yeah. to deal with more melodramatic, uh, you know, burning of, you know, symbolism and all this other <laughs> shit, I'm good, bro. Emo yeah. Dean. Yeah. Emo Dean. Uh, Sergio says, when is EC3 getting called up? He doesn't fit in NXT. Um, it could be any moment now. Like, we don't know how any of this call of shit works. Right, I mean.
2: That's another one. What do you think would do better to the main roster long-term, EC3 or Lars?
0: I mean, Lars gets to be a monster, and then I guess when that sh- monster shine wears off, it's a wrap, Right. He did a comedy exactly. act next. So if you're EC3, you have a look. You can talk, but your wrestling and, and, sucks.
2: And you can, but the thing is, he can do any kind of talking. Like he's versatile. Like he could be a goofball because he is a goofball. And he could be serious because he look at him, <laughs> right? So <laughs> you look when it comes to Lars. Like the second that man starts losing, it's a wrap for him.
1: Yeah. And EC's, EC3's wrestling is pretty much on a level. That's what they're doing yeah. on the main roster now anyway. Yeah, so. that's
0: true. He, he won't be no worse than anybody else, exactly. I like guess. Uh, you know, the, the WWE house style, that that great man, that great roster they have. That, that 3.25 style. Jesus. Um, Yeah, so up next, what was the next match? So next, we had Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. This was fascinating. This was very fascinating. I love the pace. Of this match, yes. I love the intensity, Charlotte, the physicality. Charlotte
1: out she about to shoot. Yes, uh, Ronda Rousey, shooter
0: Charlotte Flair, new gimmick. <laughs> um, I thought Ronda did well as well in the match. Like she did a good job with everything. Like she was doing, and I don't know. I think I think the bloom is off the rose though. Like yeah. her own crowd turned on her at the end. Crowd was booing Ronda Rousey. Uh, you know, after the
1: beatdown, thank you, Charlotte. You deserve it. Na na na. Goodbye,
0: Becky Lynch fans. Hey, yes.
2: See, for me, I thought that I thought that it was just uh, people were cheering the turn until she until she got up after taking that savage beating. She got up. She got she got her fucking. Uh, trachea, pulmonized, and she got up and walked it off. She didn't yeah. stretch it out. She didn't get assistance. She literally walked off.
1: Yeah, that that's a that's a move they did like in 05 with Shawn Michaels and Kane. Shawn Michaels had to be stretchered out. Like Kane was out here breaking people's necks with that thing, uh-huh. and Rana just
0: walks just it get off up and walks it yeah, off. Yeah, dust right? it off. So, uh, so as far as the match, like, like like I said, a lot of like great physicality going back and forth, and then all of a sudden Charlotte just snaps and hits her with a kendo stick and seemingly turns heel. Um And the announcers are freaking out, why would she do this and everything like that. So my read on it, James, is they figure, well, we can just do with Charlotte what we did with Becky, and now Charlotte can get hot too. Right, we can make Charlotte the man. Yeah, and then
2: I, – I, well, Go ahead.
0: Yeah, and, and be like, "Yo, yup, and we still have we and we could do either match now."
2: Either match, huh? Like um
0: like they so, like they saw it they, like we are going to take everything we did with Becky and apply it to Charlotte now. And Charlotte was already getting cheered for tonight. There there is no either
1: match. They're definitely doing yeah. Charlotte and Ronda again. Like, bro, like
0: we we probably been
1: hoodwinked.
2: Yes. So either yeah, either you're getting Charlotte and either you're getting Charlotte and Ronda or you're getting a three-way, which um for me is like don't do a triple threat yeah like just pick one of them I don't care um yeah so i I love this match um I thought I, I you know the finish was what you know the finish was gaga bullshit but whatever um i i i was watching it thinking as she you know was losing her mind and like given with the match she had at um evolution in um this match like in the ring, anyway, she might be like the mo- she might be like the most emotive wrestler in the company in the ring. But then you still get like her promos are still with that weird ass delivery. Um, whether they face or heel is still just not there. But like in the ring, like Charlotte's at a point now where like you feel, you you're like watching you feel her pain when she's selling, and it's it's awesome right now with her. Um, and also like she actually brought the physical element. Um that Naya kinda had to 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 a Rosie match, which is like I'm so much taller or bigger than you that like I can actually you can actually buy her like Rhonda selling for for Charlotte's stuff as opposed to Nikki or or um Alexa. Alexa. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like Charlotte like a grown ass woman in there and yeah. she looks so right. much bigger than Rhonda.
2: Yeah, and they and they were hitting the hell out of each other. Like like Charlotte Charlotte brought it. Um I mean i felt like it got I felt like the beginning of the match was awesome. Um and then it got to a point where it kinda lulled. Um not not much, but it lulled a bit and then we got towards um, you know, every every other move is like I'm trying to get the arm bar on you. I'm trying to get an arm bar on you. Um and they like you're going for the finishes or whatever. um yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed the match. I really did.
1: Yeah, I love the wrestling in there. There was a lot of great arm bar reversals and was a lot of great reversals out of moves. I thought you know, Charlotte looked really good. Rhonda looks really good, you know they have a lot of people in the pc who have been wrestling a lot longer than Rhonda and don't look as good as Rhonda looks in her matches
2: Jim. yeah I think that's I think that's because like uh she's been hit before and she's spar she's she's used to getting hit at like, even so like opposed to I mean you know like there is a there, there's a difference between the some of the women on the roster at, and amongst like some of theirs some of their, um, physicality and their ability to take a hit or deliver a hit. Um, and like, you know, that this match had that, um, and Rhonda, you know, since day one has appeared to be a person that, you know, is physical. So, I mean, that, I mean, does nothing more than, you know, adds to the roster. So like, you know. Keep them coming. Like her matches have been great this year, yeah, aside got, from like the one.
1: And she hit that the, uh, the turnbuckle of doom. Got her lip busted open.
2: Yeah. Okay. So to me, that was for like. So was. Do you think that was on purpose? or Do you think that was fortuitous? Just fortuitous. Juice. Uh,
1: I think it was a hard way. Yeah, was accident.
2: Yeah, I think so too. Like, I don't think she <laughs> intentionally back a little elbowed her, but no. like it, it worked out perfectly.
0: Yeah. Um. What did also, you? Did you catch the Enzo's? Ron, like
2: okay, so also, one more thing, Rhonda, This was the best gear she ever had. Like the makeup. I'm not talking about the makeup. Was, this was the best gear she's ever had? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Somebody said whoever uh does her makeup is really the person who hates her the most in WWE. I saw someone say that on <laughs> Twitter. Um, did you catch any of the Enzo situation, James?
2: I mean, I, I didn't. I wasn't on Twitter. Um, but like I did peek that. They were yep chanting, "How you doing?" And then I saw, uh, I saw somebody with his hair, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, I guess he's there." And then I, and then I saw the crowd wasn't paying attention to that that tag match, and then I was like, oh, "Okay, he got up, he showed up there. I don't know how he got through and security or whatever else. Showed his ass, and then they escorted him out. And then people were saying, "Let him stay," and then people started chanting, "We want ends on in the other half the crowd was like, correctly said, "No, we don't."
1: Yeah, he got he got through security because he looked like a regular guy. A fan, that's why they, they don't know better. Oh, look at this little skinny kid coming in to watch his wrestling.
0: Wow, and we've got, yeah. I, so, I, I, I'm skeptical of, of the Charlotte turn on Ronda. I, I was like, Where are Ronda's friends? Like, where's Natalia? Shit, where are our horsemen chicks? Like, they just let her get whooped the fuck Dragged, on. just dragged. And now, when Charlotte goes back to SmackDown, it's like, Well. I, I I beat her up, right? And then I think she assumes the heel role and now Becky kinda of falls into that natural baby face now. So we got the double turn. It's that Becky wasn't involved.
2: <laughs> yeah, I thought, yeah, I'm thinking the same thing too. Um I but I'm I'm wondering if um but the thing is, she's gonna show up on T V and they're gonna cheer her because she beat the hell out of Ronda Rousey.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I not I mean so I don't know how – I don't know if they want to, you know, really dig, in, dig into that until they know when Becky's going to be back.
0: Yeah, so what, what, what do you make of, of them turning on Ronda? Because, I, I look, man, I, I I said it was coming from day one. And it it's here in full force.
2: I mean, I mean, we've all talked about this, about, like, yeah, it's going to come eventually. It's just – um, I didn't think it was going to be Charlotte Flair. There to get it to that
1: point, you know, yeah, but really, we can, we can, and also, uh,
2: there, you know, the part where like somebody, after she's walking off, you know, after getting her fucking uh, windpipe crushed, um, and she walked it off, um, she's walking to the bag and she's, you know, she's selling a limb, and you see all the scar, all the kendo stick, um, welts on her, and she got fucked scar- up, yeah. Somebody, some man in the crowd says, you know, Becky, he, he literally says something along the lines of. Becky Lynch or Becky's the man or or we want Becky or something and then she looked at her and then um she looked right at this dude like you, know, you see her, her do it and she goes you're not a man so yeah. either A she misheard what the dude said or B she was really upset that she sold her ass off and took that beating and gotten zero sippy
0: none and, and we can't I, and, and that fucking look that she gave the crowd yeah. like bro she was
2: pissed Yes, it was Charlotte
1: Flair there, but we have to give some credit to Becky Lynch. Like, if that if Becky yeah. didn't get pulled out, like, I don't oh, think yeah. it would have been as oh, bad. Yeah, like, it, I mean, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, like, I, I wonder if this is the same, like, plan they have for Becky to do to Ronda, if they would have had that
1: match.
2: No. No.
0: I mean, yeah, Ronda
2: would have beat her. Beater,
0: tapped her out. took her, Took all her heat. Yep. Yeah. Rhonda's a man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, she she gave a crowd like this look that really like felt like there was something there like that I think we're gonna need to explore. Like we will have a dialogue, as they say. <laughs> um but yeah, main event Dan Bryan and Brock Lesnar, champion versus champion. This match would have made a whole lot more sense had Dan Bryan not turned heel last week and I think the first eight or so minutes of the match proved that. Yeah, you know,
1: they have the heel out there just getting destroyed, and nobody cared because Daniel Bryan's a heel now. Yeah. So yeah, go ahead. Beat him. Fuck him up. But Daniel Bryan is so good. At- he fucking pulled him in. He's so good. At- I, and I knew
0: something was happening the whole time. <laughs> I was like I, like, I wasn't freaking out at first. Like, like something's going on. Like, he's going to get a comeback. He's going to get a comeback. And then I didn't like the fact they were dropping him on his head. And I was
2: just like Well The first suplex was the one that dropped him on his head. The other ones were like the first one he dropped on I was like, yo, this is this is gonna be bad. And then the every other suplex it, it seen every other suplex he seen him not land on his head to me. Yeah. I have to, I'd have to go back and rewatch it. But I was like really looking to see if he landed on his head after the first one. But that was the only one, luckily, hope you know.
0: Bro, so do you remember during the Strowman and Brock match how how animated you got into this. So when Daniel Bryan kicked this dude in the nuts and hit him with the yes or hit him with the knee, bro, I thought he counted three. I I I celebrated <laughs> like Daniel Bryan had one. This man Richard's running around this place, man. Yes.
2: You really you really thought for it. So you thought for it. even a single second in his match and he's gonna
0: win yes bro, I, bro, because, because like like bro he he pulled me in because it was like oh that's why they've been saying all this stuff about Dan Bryant has this plan he looks like he's up to something he blah blah, blah. so it, and he just won the world title by kicking his kicking his opponent in the nuts and hitting the knee so when that happened it was like oh my god he's gonna fucking win like <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then oh, you yeah. know also, also because of this match um so Brock Lesnar is now the second person to ever kick
0: out of the to steel me. Wow. Mm. Wow.
2: Roman Reigns at Roman Reigns at Fastlane 2015 and uh Daniel and um Brock
1: tonight. Roman and Brock linked together again.
0: Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, so like it, it, that was unquestionably Brock Lesnar's best match of the year. Um that second half of that match. It
2: second was half or like, Second half or last 40% of the show, or maybe like even one third of the match.
0: Yeah. Whatever it How long was. was that match? Uh, you got the time on that, Jeremy? Uh, let me see if I can pull it up. They, um. I like guess
2: yeah. you only you know, put it up quickly on the wiki. Yeah,
0: right. Someone pull it up on. It was, um, it, it was an interesting match. And it was like, I don't think it's the match that Daniel Bryan wanted to have with him because obviously him fighting from underneath is a valiant babyface and fighting a man to man rather than running from him most of the time obviously would have been a better look. And, you know, seeing all this, it's just like, I don't know, man. Like, Brock is fucking Brock at this point. Dan Bryan made that match when he, um, you know, he fucked him up, like, w- with the kicks. He made Brock collapse, basically, with the knee uh, deal when he had him up for the F5. Eight, 18 minutes and 50 seconds. 18 minutes and 50 seconds. Not bad. So... Daniel Bryan, when he had Brock in the, um, the yes lock, you can just see the crowd rise behind Daniel Bryan, hoping that Lesnar taps out. And it looks like he's going to tap Lesnar out. And it's, I was just like, tap, motherfucker, tap. <laughs> like,
2: right, but, but the thing is, for me, it's, like, it's the same exact match last year except AJ had him in the calf crusher, and, instead, and he got out by, like, pounding his head in. Yeah. It's the same exact match. Brock Lesnar beats the piss out of you, and then the crowd turns on the match, calls it boring because they think it's, it's to, because they feel like you're about to give us the same old boring, repetitive match you've been giving us since since Summer 2014. And then, like once the crowd starts booing, they, they basically, I, I'm gonna whoop on you and suplex you and beat you until the crowd finally turns on the match. And then you're gonna throw random punches, and I'm gonna sell as if like you actually ever landed any offense on me throughout the first eight minutes of this match. And then I start selling ridiculously, and then you start throwing out all of your. Signature moves, big moves, signature submissions, and four spot or whatever else, and then um, you're gonna get your your um, one more one more shot in, um, and then I'm gonna pin you. Like that's that's the same match. They had the same exact matches.
0: I think Dale Bryan had that. Less
2: botches except this one had less botches because Bryan more or less uh, bullet or uh, idiot-proofed it to where he couldn't fuck up anything.
0: Yeah, I thought there were like, um, like several like submission opportunities. I thought they were going to go for like a guillotine at one point. Yeah, um, yeah. and they out did, of a bear hug? Yeah. yeah, and they
1: made Brock look like a, yep. a big goof in this match. Like the whole, oh, like, the, oh the, yeah, he was stupid. The stair spot and just a couple other spots. He looked like a big idiot. Yeah.
2: So I don't blame that. Okay, so yes, that was terrible. But what I will say is. It wouldn't look as terrible if that cameraman was over further towards the corner where he should have been to be able to shield the angle to where you see that he's clearly running to the steps and Daniel Bryan is actually on the steps. They they screwed, That cameraman screwed them over.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, this is um, a thing. Like, we finally got Brian Elizabeth versus Daniel Bryan. Maybe not the way we wanted it, but what'd you guys think?
1: Like you mentioned in the beginning of the match, it was very similar to every Brock Lesnar match we've seen the last, you know, five years now. Um, then, you know, Daniel Bryan had to come back, started getting very interesting from that. You know, I bought into a lot of the near falls with the low blow on the knee, the second knee, the yes lock. So Daniel Bryan did a great job, you know, getting, getting me in the, invested in the match and the fans in, in the audience invested in the match. Uh, but it was it's a very intriguing match towards the end, and I thought it can go either way, but of course, it went the way we all thought it would go with Brock getting the win.
0: But I, I think it's a testament to Dan Bryan for him to even get gets you to believe that that he was going to win, yeah. and he still got it, yeah. like in in a, in a in a big way, in a main event way. That look immediately wins the title. Already better than AJ. Already <laughs> in the main event out here at a big four. Unbelievable. <laughs> But yeah, what are you yeah, making the I- domination, bro? The the the, the six nothing domination of Monday Night Raw.
2: Like I understand. Okay, so um, 2016 they had three matches in Raw. a Raw won the women's match, and they won the tag match, and then uh, SmackDown won the men's match. <coughs> um, then last year, um, SmackDown or, or Raw won four to three, but they won all the matches that mattered. Like they won, um, they won the men's match. They won the, um, they won the, the women's match, the women's singles match. They won the men's singles match. Um, <clears throat> like, yeah, so, um, oh, and also raw and also they won the women's match too, because, uh, Osco was on raw at the time. Um, and that was actually her big, her first like part of Push, uh, uh, at that point in time. So um and then this year it's like, okay, we're all just sweep. So it's like, okay, so we need to just not ever do this again now, right? Because it's now 3L.
0: Yeah. Um I think they embarrassed SmackDown. Like how, yeah. like there's no way to take them serious, like as even a B brand at this point. Like if yours is gonna like make them look like such nerds, such geeks on every Single, solitary level. It's like you might as well not even like lie to us anymore and try to present this as like like it's even.
1: Like, yeah, clearly they still have raw position as a top brand, even with this Fox TV deal coming up. It's like,
0: what are you guys? It don't doing? even matter. Like, it, like raw is still gonna be number one while they're getting like you. You people think the ratings are gonna go up like on SmackDown, and they might, but. They ain't about to throw Raw away. Yeah, yeah. I, and, uh, I,
2: don't, I, don't get it. Um, I, I do, but uh, actually, I don't like. There's no. There was no excuse for for Raw to sweep them. That was. That's. that's, that's stupid. Like, it, it, it makes no sense. Like, and also, I mean, I guess it, on one thing for uh, the men's match, you could say, well if they had AJ Styles and Randy Orton in the match, you know, it would have been different. But it's not even that like or they said they didn't they didn't say that. So we can't even take it as that. like they were, that at that point we're just making up our own story. Um it was, you know, I don't know like what would you what would you do? Will you give us a thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle, two thumbs up, two thumbs down, what would y'all do?
0: I would I think this is like a thumbs in the middle towards down. Yeah. I would say in the middle, just
1: because there were some kind of uh, gem moments of, like, the Cruiserweight title match, the Charlotte yeah. and Ronda, uh, the end of the Daniel Bryan and Brock Lesnar match. Uh, but, yeah, in the middle, kind of, like, getting, you know, teetering down. Yeah,
0: yeah like, I really thought Nakamura and Rollins was just average. and
2: I, I like, I actually, I like that match more than y'all did.
0: Yeah, I, I just saw it, and it was like, if this was happening at NXT, I feel like it would be so much better right now. Like, why was this any, like, uh, like if they got 21 minutes to do their thing, right? Why wasn't this yeah. as good as, like, <laughs> you know, right. like, the same, whatever? The same like, why wasn't this as good as the Sami Zayn match or whatever, right? And
2: because those, any because those guys will know how to work, that's why.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, send them um, boys
1: back to the PC. Yeah, you know.
2: I, I got I, I give the show one thumb up. Um, I like I, I love the because like the the main event was the main event turned into like I got you know one third of a classic match um, similar to last year. Uh, I got a I got another great Ronda match, um, and then like you throw in the cruiserweight match where they they killed themselves to get the crowd to care about the end, um, and then you throw in. And actually, i actually legitimately like the, the nakamura Ronald's match. So, for me, I, I give it one thumb up.
0: Breaking news, and this has nothing to do with WWE, but it has been made official. Hiroki Goto will defend the Never open Openweight Championship against Kota Ibushi at the World Tag League Finals. Which means Kota Ibushi is going to win the belt at the finals and defend
1: against Will Ospreay at Wrestle Kingdom. Yes, sir. We're getting the match.
2: Don't
0: play with me. We're getting,
2: We're getting it. We're, We're getting, getting it. It's got to
0: be it. This is, only, this is the only big show they can do it to get this belt off Goto and then get it on a Bushi.
2: I, I am not falling for it until they finally deliver. I'm, you know how many times this year I have, I have <laughs> begged for a
3: for a Osprey
2: Bushi match. I got teased with the New Orleans. I've been I've been stuck. It's been in my mind ever since then. And I got teased with him on, a, on a different show or, or not too long ago. I'm not no. I'm not doing it. The same. I'm treating. I'm treating it the same way that I treated like Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam summer, 2013. I'm not believing that they're gonna make him champion until he, until he. I see him with the belt in his hand after winning a match. I'm just not. I'm not falling for it. Like you might have. To, like you might have to do the same thing that they did back then, where the like, confetti falls down from. To actually, start believing, but I'm not for now. I'm not believing that shit until this. I see it. Sorry. All
1: right, all right, but I'm just saying I, it's the, the after r- Watching this show, should you trust any wrestling promoter? I, I trust ghetto more than I trust sick man.
2: That's true. But <laughs> my, my thing is like WFD is like that big X you have, like ruins so many things for you, like for like your relationship. You have, and you're like, nah, you know, I, I've been burned by this before. Like, You have a relationship PTSD, like this. <laughs> you for Ruins you forever Ruined like,
0: you for it. You ruined it, damn it! <laughs> you ruined it. <laughs> so they said, uh, Ronda Rouse's eye uh, makeup was a tribute to Jim Ross and his his uh, fall." <laughs> Check the BWB. Check really this out. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so yeah, so, someone said that on Twitter. <laughs> okay, so what, okay, so what are you looking forward to tomorrow and on Tuesday? Um a Monday Night Raw, nothing. Like literally like 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 they whooped all this ass, right? But they still gotta go fight each other. Smackdown so essentially has to like start over and explain literally everyone on the show. Wait,
1: Rich, you're not looking forward to Braun Strowman getting his hands on
0: Baron Corbin. He's allowed he's allowed to touch Corbin now. Fuck no. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so SmackDown, they essentially have to reset their universe, right? right. Because Becky, we don't know if she's gonna be on TV. Charlotte's gonna to have to quote unquote explain herself. Dale Bryan is probably gonna appear, obviously. AJ might might be back to address what the fuck's going on. And I feel like those three things are gonna like just make SmackDown wise raw. So we'll be right back to regularly scheduled program with SmackDown being a better show.
2: Yeah. Is there any chance that they made a faction out of Corbin and McIntyre and Lashley?
0: I hope not. Oh boy, I hope That's not. a Horrible they, idea. It
2: kind of felt like they assembled three, three, you know, three guys, and it's like, dude, why would you do to McIntyre? Like, what the Mac? I thought you were trying to push McIntyre and, and get him over. Like, why are you putting him next to these fucking dead weights?
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is um. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if there's one thing on Survivor Series I can recommend is is the is the Charlotte beatdown on Ronda with that kendo stick. Yes, wore her the fuck out, beat Ronda like she owe her money. But like it was
2: her, the look of her face after she was like after she did it was like she was like she was pissed and almost like she was scared of what she just did herself. Like she was scared of how bad she was. That's it was crazy. Like it was bewildering. Like it was like I I do. I, I'm sure I've seen that kind of look in wrestling before, but like I just can't remember the last time I saw it.
0: It was psychopathic. It was like it was violent, brutal. Like <laughs> I loved every second of it. Like <laughs> that was like it was full whoop that trick mode. Like it was it was real. That was like uh,
1: late '90s ECW, like uh, Raven and Tommy Dreamer stuff right there. Yeah, man. Yeah, but I, yeah, I would have I been. I would have given.
0: I
2: would been like. I'm like that match is perfect and, and like when you click the post match like it's perfect or whatever for whatever direction they're going until she walked out of I, I, until she got up with her and walked off on her own on her own like um faculties with African eyes on the throat. Like I just couldn't and I'm like yo. Yeah. There are some things that are just like no. Nah. Like you're throwing tougher than a fucking metal thing and squished on it. Like, no, get out of here with that. Like then they have Braun Strowman sell that with Kane. Uh, with a steel chair just,
0: like, earlier in the year or late, late last year. And he
2: was, like, gone. Yeah. Braun Sturman, the guy that flips over, like, truss and shit.
0: Damn. Becky Lynch on Twitter two hours ago. Un- unrelated to anything, but in Ireland, the slang word for toilet is jacks. She's better everybody on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <Damn. laughs> We I, I didn't catch what you, what you thought of the Ronda Boos. We got you on late, but or excuse me, the Naya booze.
2: Oh well, I mean of course, like we knew that was going to happen, especially when she started doing she, you know, she did the hand or the the fist thing on Twitter. Like I mean, I've I'm, been I'm mentioning y'all saying like they're going to bully her. They're going to bully her on like the crowds going to bully her. Are they? Yeah. Um. Luckily, there were no chance that it broke out that we're going to range it to you know tasteless, tasteless. At least that I heard. So that's positive, but um, she got her she got herself some heat, but like, it ain't gonna do her no good. she's not at this.
0: Yeah, like she's, she's got all this heat, and now she has to fight Ronda, who people done turned on. So it's like they they it's like they keep getting people at the wrong time. Yeah, essentially, like with this shit. Uh, well, the
2: thing is, like don't, don't, don't like don't around, So that I'm probably
0: fine. Yeah they had all that millennial talk and thought we was gonna have some simpy. <laughs> nah Chief. No simpy. No chief. But uh I, I guess that'll wrap it up. Um thank you guys for tuning in uh here in the Wrestling Square Circle uh, Facebook group. I'm gonna download this and try to get up up on the feed. Uh thanks to Jeremy for doing the post show here. No problem, it was fun and to James for calling in. And um
2: normally when it's somebody from um from Keeping it strong style, they on the show. They always talk about like trying to take my job, but you know this is the baby face here instead of the heels.
1: <laughs> it was, I was just filling in. I was I was pulling a Charlotte. You were the Becky. I'm just pulling a Charlotte. You you know coming in for you.
2: Hey, if you want to say I'm the most over person in the industry, who am I to who am I to disagree? <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: yeah, man, that's gonna wrap it up. We are up out of here. Peace. See you.